Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my little love bugs. I am so excited. I'm so excited to share this episode with you, this training with you. It is, it's, it's, it's the goods, you guys. I am going to lay the smackdown. Everyone loves a good Shelby smackdown for y'all in the training. And this training is, training is actually coming straight from my Ascension membership. This is one of the you know, many trainings that are in my membership portal. And if you're not familiar with what that is, every month I, I send out a training, a spiritual tool, like a meditation or a tapping video, and a month's worth of meal plans to my Ascension membership girls. And it's only 11 11 a month, you guys. So if you've been wanting to get a little bit more hands-on like trainings, have those high vibe meals, get in on some of the spiritual tools I use. This is a great accessible way, you guys. I give away so much free content here on the podcast, my Instagram, my Facebook lives, but I wanted to do something that was accessible to each of you. And some of the trainings are going to be wellness. Some of them are going to be lifestyle. Some of them are going to be goal setting. It's a broad range, but it's really what spirit is guiding me that month to share with you. So I'm going to link that in the notes. But before we dive into this, um, this training, really, I wanted to share with you that <laughs> this is, this is like straight download again. I was not planning on hosting a retreat in May and I know there is like, you know, 20 of you who are really feeling called to get in my energy, get in this, you know, the energy of the container that I bring together, which is so powerful and so transformational for those of you who followed along with the retreat I hosted in November, so many women left that retreat with their lives changed. In the previous episode with Bridget, uh, she shared her personal experience of coming to one of my retreats. So I'm hosting another one um, because many of you have been reaching out asking when the next one's going to be. And this podcast episode is airing on Monday, February 10th. There is a bonus until tomorrow, the 11th. If you enroll, if you decide to join us at the enroll, sign up, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. If you decide to come to the retreat, you get access to Unshackled as well. And why I'm doing this is because this this retreat's going to be all about gaining clarity on your soul's purpose, taking action on that soul's purpose, overcoming the fear stories, overcoming the like, 
you know, the fog we walk through of like, what is my purpose here? It's going to be all about that, but also infusing you guys with confidence so that you can leave this retreat and go all in taking the action that is required for you to have the business that you desire. You don't have to have a business to come to the retreat, but we are going to be business focused. So if you don't have a business, this is a great way to catapult you into the confidence and the clarity you're desiring on what your purpose is here. So that's all I'm going to say on it. If you have any questions, please DM me on Instagram, you guys. I'm here for you. I want to, you know, have the conversations in the messenger, messenger so that we can chat and like any questions you have about the retreat, accommodations, all the things. Um, there's also a link in the show notes. If you feel called to be there, it's in May, May 7th through the 10th. You can jump to the show notes and reserve your spot. I have a feeling that these are um, these spots are going to go really fast. I've already had, you know, within the first 12 hours of putting it out into the world, one of the spots get claimed and about a handful of you are already saying you'll be there, just rearranging the financial stuff. So I will say get your spot sooner or later, boo. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, this training is dope. Let's do it. I am coming to you because I want to talk a little bit about, I'm feeling really called to share this message on clarity versus inaction. Because what I've noticed and what I've witnessed from a lot of people I work, work with, my clients, um, friends who are in, you know, the personal growth world. And I know that if you're watching this, you too are likely on a growth journey, whether that is having your own business in relationships in your life, you want to grow and expand and live a soul led life. And this is a lot of what about what, what I want to talk to you about today is the difference between clarity and inaction and, and taking action versus waiting for the guidance. And I've witnessed in a lot of conversations with friend, friends is that I can tell when they're in ego from the place of not taking action, um, waiting for the clarity to come through, waiting for source, the divine to guide them versus actually listening. So the reality is that most of us are in this place of not taking action because we're waiting for clarity. And this might not be you, but I want you to witness if something shows up for you, if something comes up for you while I talk through my talking points. But many of us are in this place of not taking action because we're waiting for the clarity when the reality is the clarity has already come, but we either had expectations, we had a thought of what it needed to look like, we had witnessed it and then fear came up and the ego, the devil, whatever you want to call it, is really sneaky and can like weave its way back in without us even realizing it. So the reality is most of us are actually just not taking action because we feel, we fear failure. We're afraid of making the wrong decision and it, and going down the wrong path. We maybe fear the success that would actually come from that action. We're afraid of the change or we create a story. And I'm gonna share some examples that have showed up in my personal life, but they, they really prevented me and, and many of the people I, I speak with from taking those first steps. And here's the thing, oftentimes the clarity doesn't come until we take those first action steps. And it's confusing because so many people are waiting for the clarity before they take the action. When the reality is we don't know necessarily the next thing that's going to happen. We don't know where this path is going to take us. We don't know what's on the other side of that decision. 
but nothing happens without the decision, right? So I use the example of when I ended my relationship, it was this knowing, and I didn't know what was going to happen in my life. When I ended the relationship in September, I had been in for a few months and I thought, you know, this was kind of like, it felt comfortable. It felt safe, but there was like a deeper knowing that I had been ignoring. That was that he's not yours to keep. And so when I finally listened to soul and I finally followed that nudge, I woke up the next morning with the desire to move to San Diego, place on my heart, an idea for a course and an idea for a book. I didn't know what any of it meant, but I knew that in taking that initial step of ending the relationship, the step that had been placed on my heart by the divine, other opportunities were opening up. And so I made this realization. I look back on my life of every time I had taken an action that was from this like inner knowing rather than from what like my coaches said I should do, what experts said I should do, what my mom and dad said I should do, what my friends and family said I do. Every time I took that action that was like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to do this. I was led to the clarity. I had no idea what would happen. It wasn't as if I knew that when I ended the relationship, I would crack this thing open in my business and my life, right? So moving to San Diego ended up, I ended up meeting my soulmate within three days. I ended up having my best months of my entire business after I ended that relationship. There was all of these things that occurred that would not have been possible had I not taken that initial first step. I did not have clarity that the next things would open up, that the steps, that the steps would be revealed but I followed my heart. So, so many of us are waiting to know what the big picture, what the plan is, what the whole thing will look like, but we were not willing to take the first step to find out. So most people who get stuck, right, from the outside, you know, from their internal perspective, they feel stuck, but for also from an outside perspective. I remember having a friend a few years back and she kept telling me she was waiting for clarity to know what her next steps are. She was waiting for God to place this like path on her heart. She was waiting for like the clarity to come on what she was here to do. And I kept watching these opportunities come into her life, opportunities come into her life. You know, I watched her talent go to waste, her gifts go to waste, because every time she started to take action, her fear would kick in so strongly, fear of rejection, fear of what people would think, fear of not knowing, the fear of uncertainty, all of these fears would come bubbling to the surface, which we are human, we all have these fears, right? You look at anyone who has a successful relationship, a successful business, anything, that we that they consider their their soul's path and their soul's desires any person who has that has the fear that goes along with it you're human right and over time maybe those fears get less as we lean into faith and our and our spiritual practices whether that be god universe or the divine but the fear is always there especially in the beginning so you can look at two separate people in their path and say, you know, this person kept taking action and they're, they're now following what they came here to do. They're, they're acting out their purpose, but they were taking action the entire time. Or you can look at another person who had the same opportunity, the same talent, the same potential, but stopped because of fear and is now doing some very average basic life. Well, I'm going to guarantee that no one came here to be average. No one came here with the purpose of or the desire to just be mediocre. But because of the fear, they stay stuck. And so here's some reasons why people really get stuck or why they don't 
take action on the idea that that's been placed in front of them is one, they're afraid of the thing they feel called to do and they want more details. So I, you know, again, three years ago when I, I had this desire placed on my heart to start network, network marketing, I was like, I don't know why there was this like this fire inside of my heart that said, you need to do this. And I had been bashing at you guys for years before this. So it didn't make sense from like a logical standpoint, why the fuck I would be doing this. I was like, I was so anti it. I thought people who posted, uh, you know, fr other friends who had done the similar things. I thought well, them posting on the internet was like stupid. I thought they, they were like, you know, had all these judgments towards it. So when I did it, there was a lot of fear there because I was like, I was just talking shit about my friends who did this a year prior what are people going to think? My family thought it was a scam. Like all these, these fears came, but there was this deep knowing inside of me that I don't know why, but I need to do this. My life is going to change drastically in taking this action. I didn't know the details, right? I knew from a childhood that I was meant to do something big. I had this desire to be a public speaker. I had this desire to be a successful businesswoman from a very young age. I didn't know what the fuck would happen in me taking that first step of doing the network marketing. I had no idea it would lead me to the place I am today, doing the things I'm doing today. But I knew I couldn't not do it. There was this deep desire and this deep knowing that I had to take action. So I didn't know what this would look like. I didn't know the path. I didn't know how hard it would be. Thank fucking God I didn't know how hard this path would be because I wouldn't have taken that first step. But what happens is many people see this step, they're like, ooh, I don't know why, but I'm drawn to this. I don't know why I need to hire this coach. I don't know why I need to be at this retreat. I don't know why, but I need to, you know, join the network marketing team. I don't know why, but I need to like put this offer out into the world. I don't know why, but I feel like I need to do this or be here. And it's the soul-led life, right? That soul led is like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to be at this event. I don't know why I need to be here or do this or do this. I, I use the example of my business coach that I most recently hired who ended up not really being a business coach at all is, and wasn't the purpose she was placed in my life for, but I didn't know why I met her. And I was like, I don't know why, but I have to work with you. I didn't have the money in the bank account. It didn't make sense. Some of my credit cards were actually maxed out at this point. And I was like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing, but I'm going to go for it. <laughs> Logical sense made zero sense. But in meeting her, my business took off. We didn't even work business and my business took off. Here's, here's the trippy part. We were working on relationship stuff. I moved to San Diego and I met my soulmate who happened to be her roommate. So had I not hired this coach, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have taken an action on moving to San Diego and feeling like I had a community there. There was a safety net. I had friends. I had the, like the community I'd been craving. And on top of that, I met my soulmate within three days because my coach ended up moving with her. That all wouldn't have taken place had I not followed this inner nudge. It didn't make sense. I didn't know why the divine was like, you need to do this. But I knew that when something like this comes, you can't not take that action. Same thing with, you know, and the other piece of that is she also introduced me to, she's connected to the highest consciousness human being on this planet who can put blessing on an individual and cure cancer cells. They have the science to back it. I would have never been connected with this individual. And now I'm able to better serve my clients because I'm a more pure vessel and I can deliver this pure energy to them. None of this would have taken place had I not followed that initial nudge without knowing why, right? That's the big part of, big part of this is oftentimes we don't know why. 
we feel guided to do something or take an action or hire the coach, but there's always a purpose when it feels like we can't not do it, right? When something in our heart is like, I don't know why, but I need to. So that's, that's number one is we, we want more details of why am I doing this? What, what's going to be the outcome? We, the, the fear kicks in, right? We're like, this doesn't make sense, but I need to do it. And then we allow our mind to take over and try to make the decision for us. The second reason why most of us get stuck is that we start to ask people outside of ourselves and the divine for guidance. Now, don't get me wrong. Having a coach and a mentor helps us get clarity on when we're actually externalizing, when we're stuck in ego, when we're stuck in a fear pattern. But no one can know your path other than the divine and other than yourself. Right? You're going to have these internal knowings. You're going to have your, your body as a response system. But if you keep externalizing to the people in your life who are not going down the path that you desire. So if your mom and dad are working a nine to five and you want to have a successful business on your own and you go to them for advice, they are probably not going to give you the go take the risk, hire the coach, invest in your business kind of advice. I can tell you that's not what happened with my parents. They're supportive and they don't really understand and they want me to be happy, but they don't understand my vision and my mission. So people get this crazy idea. And let me tell you, most people are on this planet are not living soul led lives. They're not listening to their connection to God, higher power source, which is really sad because many people are going to church and saying that they're religious or saying that they're spiritual or they're doing the things, but they're so stuck in ego, which is fear, right? Fear of what if this fails? Fear of I'm not good enough, fear of who am I to do this work, fear, you know, all the fear stories, instead of seeing the talent as the divine and God intending them to, to see it and see the potential and know that they're fully supported by the divine, they externalize it and they go to the people who are, you know, maybe godly or religious, but living in fear to help them make these decisions. So be really discern, make massive discernment about who it is you are seeking advice from. Right. So that's another reason why people don't take action is that they, they get the idea and then they go to someone in their life that they admire and that they love and they care about, but maybe isn't the person who's going to get them where they desire to be. And remembering that every single desire that's been placed on your heart comes directly from the divine. So the next thing that happens is they're not paying attention when the opportunity arrives, right? So what happens is when you ask for clarity, you ask for guidance, guidance comes. It can't not. It's a universal law. When you ask for something, you receive it, whether it's conscious or not, right? So if you're asking for something unconsciously, this could be an example of like, you're always freaking out about money and then you actually manifest more scarcity. Well, you're asking for that with your thoughts. Same thing as if you're constantly thinking, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? You can't not receive that because it's your internal belief system. It's your internal desires. It's your internal asking for your, it's like you're saying a prayer with every time you you're questioning, what is my purpose? What is my path? What is my purpose? What is my path? It can't not come. But the issue is, is that we are not paying attention to the opportunity that the divine is putting on our path. So what happens is people are asking, God, what is my purpose? God, what do I do? What is my next step? And then he sends, you know, much like the business coach that <laughs> the business coach that arrived in my life when I was really desiring deep connection with an intimate partner and I wanted to shift my life. I didn't know what it was. I wanted to deep, a deeper connection with myself and the divine. I didn't know 
how it was going to happen, but I was asking for it. On a subconscious level, I was like, I want this deeper connection. I want this deeper love. I feel like something's off in my relationship. You know, these were the, the thoughts that were floating around. I didn't understand when she showed up that they had anything to do with those thoughts, but I was asking. And so when she showed up and I was like, I don't know why, but I can't, I have to work with you. That was the opportunity. See, we think opportunity has to look a certain way. We think it needs to be a, you know, a next business action. We think that it has to be go on this dating app. We think that it has to be, we think we, right here, that's the problem. We're thinking about what the action needs and the opportunity needs to look like instead of paying attention to what are the opportunities arriving as I'm asking for this. And so then we get all confused because we're like, well, God's not sending me the fucking path. I don't know what I'm supposed to do when the whole time he's been staring at you in the face, but you're not paying attention when the opportunities present themselves. Just like when I, I had, didn't know why, but I, you know, this mentor, this, this man who can do these incredible blessings that I mentioned, I had no idea why, but I was like, I need to be at his event. I need to be at this fire ceremony that he's putting on. He wasn't accepting any new clients, but I just knew that I needed to be there. And so I, I reached out and I asked if I could join and he did this thing with, you know, checked in with the divine and it was a line. I didn't have the money in the bank account again. I didn't know how it was going to work out, but I knew I needed to be there. It was the opportunity. So I made a way to make it happen. I asked God to provide. I asked for some sort of intervention. And lo and behold, <laughs> the money arrived, right? Because it was, it was the path, but the opportunity doesn't always look like what we think it's supposed to. And that's the issue. Most people don't recognize opportunity when it's sitting right in front of them. Most people won't take action on the opportunities that God is providing for them. And then the last thing that happens and why we get stuck is we, we have expectations of what it needs to look like. And this happens in so many areas of your life. Maybe it's not just business. I've been talking a lot about business, but let's, let's jump to like my relationship currently. I was, I knew, so there was a relationship I had a few years ago where there was this deep soul level connection. The person wasn't right. They weren't where they need, I needed them to be. They weren't maybe necessarily the, the path that the divine had placed in front of me, there was a disconnect about what we both desired for our lives. And so it was never going to work. But I knew from that moment that I desired that deep soul connection that I don't know why, but my soul knows your soul. I don't know how, but there is this deep connection, this deep comfort, this deep like love that has been there for lifetimes. So that is the kind of love I desired. And I knew that the relationship I was in this past year in 2019 was not the relationship for me because I didn't feel that there was a level of comfort. There was love there. There was caring there. There was a level of like how I was treated was, you know, there, but what was missing was this deep connection. And so I had an expectation that my divine counterpart would be a male, that he would be working a really successful nine to five, likely making six figures. I had all these, you know, very superficial ideas of what, what, <laughs> what my partner was going to be like, you know, I had some expectations there. So when I met my partner, I, because I had done so much of this clearing work and I had released expectations and I wasn't really looking for anyone and I met her, her, that's the first thing that's shocking, right? It was the opportunity was there. The, the divine had said, this is your soulmate human being. This is the person who makes you feel that way, that, that, has the values you desire, that has the connection you desire, that has the soul you desire, that has the worth work ethic you desire, that has these things. 
And I looked at her and I, my heart knew, but had I had expectations to the outcome, had I had, and don't get me wrong, if I desire to be in a male form, that, that, that divine partnership to be in a male form, I could, you know, I could manifest that. But for, this is my destiny in this moment in time, this may shift, this may change over time, but in this moment in time, I'm supposed to be with this human being. But I could have looked at that and said, it's not the package I expected. It's not the, you know, typical nine to five that I expect. I had all these expectations. It was none of them, but the connection was there and the values were there and the attraction was there. And so I took God's opportunity. There's been some deep immense sexual healing that's occurred through this. There's been, you know, sexual trauma healing that's occurred through being in this divine partnership. There's been a level of relationship that I've never experienced before. A level of commitment, a level of love, a level of care. Things I didn't understand were possible. So had I been so stuck on my expectations of what it needs to look like, never would have happened. Same thing with... um you know, having income marks, let's say you're in a business and you have an income desire and you're like, this is what I want. This is what I want. And this is how I want it to look. And this is what the, these are my expectations. And all of a sudden you're getting so caught up in what it needs to look like that you're not even noticing that there's an opportunity sitting right in front of you to maybe pitch a program or for my, you know, my example is like this retreat. I was sitting on a, I was sitting on, people wanted me to host another retreat, but I had all this fear around booking the Airbnb and making the investment in that and all these things that I wasn't actually looking at the opportunity to just host the damn thing and then book the Airbnb after I had some people enroll because of the whole financials piece. I was so, I had so many expectations of how I needed to host it that I didn't even realize that like, no, the opportunity is there. It's all going to work out. I wasn't following the God-led path because I had all these fears and expectations. So if you're witnessing something show up, I want you to think about, is there opportunities that I had expectations around? Have, have I been asking for guidance? It's another thing. People get stuck because they don't actually ask the divine, the universe, the God, angels, whatever you freaking believe in. You're a higher self if you don't believe in anything or the divine energy or, or the infinite. Whatever the verbiage works for you is we don't actually ask for the guidance. So the issue that occurs is that when we're not asking for the guidance at all and we're trying to rely on ourselves, it's coming from logic. It's coming from the ego mind. It's coming from the fear mind. It's coming from the, it's not coming from soul, right? So we also have to witness that's another place where we can get stuck is if we're solely trying to rely on our own strength to, to figure it out. Anytime we're using that language, it's a, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And don't get me wrong. I think I've said that a few times here of like figuring the financial stuff out. But I know that the divine is always working through me in that. The, 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 the outcome and the, the guidance isn't coming from self. It's coming from something bigger. So also witness, have I been actually asking? If I'm stuck in this inaction, have I been asking? And if not, you, you get to ask. In every moment, we're asking for guidance. We're asking for connection. We're asking for the divine to work through us. So how do we shift into action? If we've been stuck in this, like, I'm waiting for clarity, maybe the clarity, you're recognizing some moments where there wasn't maybe full clarity, but there was like this like nudge or this guidance or, or something intuitive hit came through that you maybe didn't take action on. So if, if we're stuck in that, how do we shift into action? So number one is be real. Is there a lack of action coming from fear, right? There's a difference between taking action from fear because that's an issue, right? So if you have fear around your finances and you're constantly like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. I have the perfect example this, um, this summer. 
I think July was one of my slower months in my business and I got really freaked out because I decided to sign a lease for one bedroom and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I got, it was like June or July, I got really freaked out because I was going out, you know, I was doubling my, my rent and my income was remaining the same at the time. So <laughs> I started picking up hours at core power to like pay for my membership. I started cleaning the studio. I like, I did all these things and I looked back and I was like, what the fuck was I doing? I like signed up to, to work, um, to do classes at a local, like, studio or like a local um education thing and it was back in nutrition i was just like doing all this shit and i look back and i was like it was all coming from my fear mind it was not coming from a soul-led place and then you know august hit and i was like what the fuck am i doing and i cleared it all away and i was like okay yeah this has, all has to go but be real where's it, it are you taking action are you, are you in inaction because of fear? So that could look like I'm afraid of what people are going to think if I post online. I'm afraid of, you know, who's going to read this. I'm afraid of what my parents are going to say. I'm afraid of leaving my full-time job because it's so safe and secure. Like there's fear and inaction that happen. There's inaction that happens because of the fear of what we're, what's, you know, what might happen if we follow those nudges, but there's also fear that there's also action that comes from fear. So we have to be clear about where we're at. Can you gauge where you are at? Can you gauge if you're acting out of fear? Can you gauge if you are acting or, or you're in action, you're in, in action, right? You're in that like stuck place because you're afraid. Where are you actually at? Where in this moment, what, if you could stop and really reflect on where you are at, engage from there. Because if you're stuck in fear right now, if you're stuck in inaction out of fear and you're looking for clarity, it can't come from that fear place. We have to lean into faith. We have to ask the divine to intervene. We have to ask for this to be removed. We maybe need to work with a coach to help clear up some of those fear stories that are, that are playing in our mind. We have to do the reframework. There's work that needs to be done, but we have to know where we're at in order to shift it. The second thing that can happen is that we're worrying about the outcome, right? We talked, we talked about this. We have expectations or fear. We're so afraid of what the outcome will be of that action that we don't take the action. So what I'm going to tell you is that you're never going to know what the outcome is, right? Let's say you're so afraid to start the business because you don't actually know what the business should be, or you don't know what your, your whole life purpose is here. And let me tell you, I don't think we ever know at any point in time what like the infiniteness of us or our full potential. We're not going to know that until we take the fucking first step. So you're sitting there and I'm, I'm saying this from a place of totally fucking done this. I'm like, I don't know. And I don't know what my purpose is right now. So I'm just not going to take any action. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for my purpose to be revealed. And don't get me wrong. There's like those moments where I'm like, I feel like I just need a week to sit on this to get the clarity I need, that's different than I'm waiting to take action until like, oh, I know the whole fucking plan. You're never going to know. You're never going to know. So stop worrying about the outcome. Have fun with it. Make it an experiment. Take that first action. Lean on your faith that God, angels, universe are going to guide you. It's just like the network marketing thing. That I, I, there was a part of me that knew it wasn't my end all be all. You know, I tried to get into it. And I tried to believe that. And I, I, you know, but there was that deep knowing, but I would not be where I am today had I not taken that first step. So didn't know what the outcome was. I didn't know what my full potential was. I didn't know my path, but I knew that that was my first step. So many people don't even start the business or start sharing on social media or start, you know, and I'm talking a lot about business, but this could be dating. This could be speak to anything. It, we're so afraid to take that first initial step. Even though what we, we, you know, on a realistic note, we know what's required to, to build a business. It's not just going to happen overnight, but we won't take that first step 
we know what's required in order to, to be in a divine partnership. We know what's re required to have personal growth. We know what's required of us to live the life of our dreams, but we won't take that first step because we don't know the full clarity of like, maybe what's my full business? What do I really want the full relationship? To like, we won't take that first step. The next thing is, again, I talked about this, but are you asking for your next steps to be revealed? Or are you just sitting there being like, I'm waiting for clarity and not asking, you know, God, angels, universe, I want to live out my purpose. I want to step into my potential. What would you have me do? Because there is always action that's revealed to us. I can tell you this, you know, the past couple of months, it's been this weird energy. Felt really good when I got to San Diego. My roommate came home from the holidays at the end of, end of December, beginning of January, and I just felt like the, the life got sucked out of me. And I realized that like this space that I'm physically in is not the space that's going to help me grow the most. So the divine has been, you know, nudging me, nudging me, nudging me to move, move, move. And I was just like, I don't want to move again. That's too much work. That's like logistics, all these things. The divine doesn't care about all this shit. It's like, here's what your next step is, honey. This is what you need to do. And I've been avoiding it because I didn't want to have the conversation with my roommate. I want to this, all these things, right? So are you asking for your next steps to be revealed and take action on those, right? Even if they don't make sense, right? Moving doesn't make sense for business. It doesn't necessarily make sense. I have a beautiful place I can record. My roommate's gone most, most days of the week so I can get the work I need done, but the energy is off, right? So I don't, I don't necessarily know what's going to happen when I move, but I know that there's been multiple people from the divine channel, like, I don't know why, but you need to move. I've had all these signs. It's like, I just need to do it. I don't know what's going to happen, but I need to take that next step. So I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to worry about the outcome. And I'm not going to worry about like the, the logistics of it. I'm just going to do it. The next thing I want to ask you is, are you not taking action because you're exhausted? Because oftentimes we, we aren't able to take action when we are fully exhausted all the time. What I can tell you is if you're exhausted all the time, there's likely a disconnection from you and the divine. There's likely some purification that needs to happen. There's likely some energy healing that may need to happen. So that, that may mean hiring a coach who can help you clear and purify your vessel. That may mean finding an energy worker to help you clarify and purify your vessel so you're not tired all the time. It might mean like shifting some lifestyle stuff. Notice where you feel guided to be because sometimes it is like, like I felt guided to remove alcohol. I didn't know what was going to happen. But when I moved the alcohol, all this clarity came through. That was something that needed to happen. So following those nudges, even if it don't, don't make sense, that we can shift our health, to shift our perspective, to, to purify our vessel, to help us become more energy, more energetic. And, and the other piece of that is when I was with this spiritual mentor, a few weeks ago, he spoke a lot to when we have these attached entities, and that could be spirits, that could be belief systems, that could be dark, you know, enter energies, they're going to make us feel exhausted. So we have to have this deep connection to higher power. We have to have, you know, people in our lives that can help us purify our vessels on a spiritual level so that we can feel more energized. I can tell you that when I reconnected to my higher power, my higher self, I had the most physical healing I've ever had that's ever occurred in my life, right? There were some things I needed to do in the 3D, the physical world. I needed to do a gut reset. I was guided to, you know, the no alcohol for a time. I was guided to different forms of exercise and yoga. I was guided to like remove some of the Exercise. Like there was things I was guided to throughout this path, but the healing truly came from a connection to the divine, a connection to God, the connection to something bigger than myself. That's when the true healing occurs, but I have to allow the life force energy to flow through me. And when we have these blockages and we have these distortions and we have these entities that are attached to us, it's really hard to do that. So finding people who can help you heal, heal and clear that up. Um, the next thing about like shifting into action is no witnessing when you've passed opportunities up, right? So that may be, 
you just get this nudge. It was like, you know, a year ago, I got the nudge to start the podcast. I had no idea why. I was like, I don't know why, but I need to do this podcast thing. I could have passed it up easily, right? That was an opportunity. The opportunity to hire a business coach, the opportunity to be at a certain event at a certain time. A lot of times we're not sure why we're feeling guided to those things, but we never know the opportunity on the other side. And here's the thing is continuing to take action, even when it feels hard, continuing to show up, even when it doesn't feel comfortable, continuing to go down that path. And the last thing I want to ask you is what are you holding on to? So look at your, you know, going back to the last point is like, what opportunities have you passed up out of ego, out of fear? Can you go back and still, still do those? Or can you just witness that as an opportunity loss and take action in the future? But what I can tell you is the more opportunities you pass up, the less soul and guidance is going to come. And the more you are determining your future and your potential, because the more you choose into the fear-based stories, the more you choose into ego, the more you, you know, don't take that action, the more you avoid the action, the more your opportunities are going to go to other people. And the more you're locking in and sealing in the destiny. And I want to say this from a really like honest and, and, and I hope this rattles you a little bit is that every choice you make is sealing your destiny and your fate. Every moment of your life, you are choosing your destiny. So if you look at the opportunities you've taken action on or the opportunities you've avoided, are you moving in the direction that you desire, that your heart desires, that your soul desires, that the d- divine has put in, put in place you here for, or are you moving away from that? And the last thing I want you to, to ask yourself is, is there anything you're holding on to that's preventing you from taking action? You know, this could be a relationship. This could be a story that we tell ourselves, maybe I'm not good enough. You know, what are my parents going to say? Are you holding, you know, sometimes those relationships that we're holding on to can actually be what prevent us from taking the action, right? So have, had I held on to the need to have people in my past and in, in my current day, in my current life, in my current reality, you know, relationships from when I was a kid, relationships when I was from in college, I wouldn't be where I am today because I would have been so, so absorbed in keeping those relationships in place. I wouldn't have been able to rock the boat. So is there anything you're holding on, clinging on to? And remember that the divine wants you to have this open hand. We don't know. And here's the thing, you guys, the relationships that have come from me releasing some of the ones from college and my childhood, the ones that have shown up because I've been open hand and open heart. And what I mean by that is there's no hate. There's no anger towards these past relationships. It's just witnessing when the divine is shifting my path and when he's removing people from my life so that I can have the best. And here's the thing, those relationships that have come up in in the past few months have been exponentially better, exponentially deeper, more supportive, more understanding, more more joyful because they are more connected to higher power, higher source. We're at a similar level of consciousness and that can happen if we're holding on and clinging on to what's in our life currently today. And what I can tell you is that as you shift into the life you're here to live and as you shift into the potential that your, your being was placed here to live out, those things in your life are gonna shift. And you have a choice. You can choose to stay where you're at. You can choose to stay in the relationships you're at. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with choosing that path. And there's a level of obedience. And the divine witnesses when we are obedient, when we follow our path, when we choose into the relationships that we're meant to have. When we choose into the path that it's placing in front of us, the divine witnesses that and it rewards us for that obedience. 
I don't mean obedience in a negative way, right? When I've been most obedient, like ending that relationship and moving to San Diego, those are impulses by my my soul, my heart. That is when I've been most rewarded with better love, with better relationships, with more abundance. This is the type of action I'm talking about. So I hope this helps you guys reflect. I hope that you're gaining some clarity from listening to this. If you're not, I want you to sit and I want you to ask the divine, I want at God, angels, whatever you believe in, the universe, to to show to you, to reveal to you where in your life you need to shift, where in your life you need to take action, where in your life you need to pivot so that you can gain the clarity you're desiring.